Welcome, my friends, to Shaking the Salt with Dr. Peppers. My bio reads from troubled teen to teacher of the year, 100-pound weight loss, blah, blah, blah. You know the sort of thing you're working on in your before and after life story. So at the end of the message, stay tuned if you want to contact me for any reason, including prayers. Thank you. And I'm Dr. Peppers, Shaking the Salt. Here we go. Help. Somebody help me. SOS, SOS, help me, help me. Most people know that you don't yell out SOS, SOS. People would say, what are they saying? But the SOS was the original Morse code signal. It was created in 1905 because sailors needed a way to indicate that they were in extreme distress. They couldn't be heard. We didn't have cell phones. We didn't have all of the walkie-talkies or the international computers or anything like that. And the signal gained notoriety, though, five years later. It was in 1910 when it was used by the sinking ship, the steamship Kentucky, and all 46 people aboard were saved. Now, the SOS is a more recent invention, but the urgent cry for help is as old as humanity itself. How many times do you think people cried out, God, help me, Lord, please help me, even when they didn't know who God was? That's why, you know, people today say, oh, my God, why do they say that? Why don't they say, oh, my Buddha or, oh, my Mohammed or anything else of any of the other religious gods? Why do they say Jesus Christ? Do you ever think about that? Well, we learn it because we hear other people say it, and it's in the movies all the time used with damn. You never hear somebody say, well, Buddha, damn it. (laughs) Do you? No. And so have you ever thought about why God is so prevalent, why the name Jesus seems to be so, oh, you don't say that. You can talk about God even in some circles, but don't talk about God. Jesus, unless you're saying it as a curse word, and then it's very acceptable, right? Yep, I know what you mean. And to those of us who have taken the name seriously, it is offensive, but other people have their right to speech. So if they want to curse in front of us, they can. But boy, watch out what you say, or you have crossed the line and you've gotten over that separation of church and state. That's right, the separation of church and state. No, it wasn't ever meant for that anyway. So I just wanted to remind you of something because they do use this and because we have all cried out for help, even if you look way back in the history of Israel, there was a fellow named Joshua, Joshua, who faced opposition from fellow Israelites and challenging, are you ready for this? Terrain. What does that mean? Oh, I have a challenging terrain to cross. The pathway that we follow every day, including during this, you know, horrible season of the virus, we don't know. It's a, it's a new territory every day. It's a new step, a new finding, a new struggle. We need some new vaccine. We have to find a way to conquer this. And we will probably, more than likely, 
for more than 14 years as the Israelites were conquering and settling the land that God promised them after their bondage in Egypt. And they had finally gotten out and all they had to do was make it two or three weeks to the new promised land. That's how far it should have been. But instead, it took them 40 years. What was up with that? They kept complaining and wanting to go back to the land of leeks and onions, and they didn't want to trudge through this. And yet, when they got to the place where they could see the promised land, they turned and left. Why was that? Because they had seen supposedly these great giants that were going to conquer us. Only two of the men said, no, let's go in. This is the land that was promised to us. This is the land of milk and honey. And yet the other said, no, no, we'll never do it. We'll all die. So they turned around thinking they were going to find another shortcut. But that shortcut was the 40 years they ended up going. And why was that? I think God was saying to them, I gave you the path. I gave you the land. All you had to have was a little bit of bravery to conquer those giants. And they could have with God's help. What is the big giant facing us today? It's this ridiculous COVID virus. It's a giant. Nobody knows what to do with it. Everybody's afraid of it. That's why we're wearing the masks. We're protecting ourselves. We're arguing and fussing and fighting over what the best remedy would be, who the best politician would be to listen to, the best doctor. What would you do if you got it? Some of us were very skeptical at the beginning, but now we've had friends and even family members that have not only gotten the virus, but some have even died. So we know it's real. They saw these big men. They weren't some boogeyman giants. They were real tall. It was a big race of people. But they could have been conquered if they had all pulled together and determined the best strategy, the best course, and everybody did it together. Well, eventually, I think that's what's going to happen here with the solution to the virus as well. Whether the solution is a new miracle vaccine or whether the virus just kind of dwindles and goes away, as some have said, or if indeed we're looking up to the sky and God says, okay, folks, it's curtain time. This is it. I told you I'd be back. I don't know. I'm just giving some things that I've heard and some ideas that I've heard, but I don't have an answer. So what are you going to do? How are you going to face not just this virus, but the giants in your own life? Are you going to turn and run? Are you going to put on masks and go in and shoot wildly and blindly and hope that you can be victorious? Or are you going to trust God who has been with you? all the way. There is only one name that I can trust, and God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. And that's also what we have when we look in Spanish. Let me give you this one I learned for our mission trip to El Salvador. Cristo le dijo, yo soy el camino y la verdad y la vida y nadie viene el Padre sino por mí. And Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. 
You think there's another way? Go ahead. Turn away from the entrance. Go around the mountain for 40 years in the desert, eating just sand and little bits of manna that may be provided. Or walk on into that promised land in faith, trusting Christ as Savior, and watch what a difference it makes. Virus or no virus, Republican or Democrat, winning or losing in the White House, whichever way you lean, the only real difference is, and this is good for all of us, to trust in Christ as Savior. God, I stand right now with my brother or my sister that is worried about this virus. It is something to be concerned with, God. We know, but you've told us not to be anxious, but through prayer and supplication with thanksgiving to pray and to make our requests known to you. And what do we get? It doesn't say the solution. It says we'll instead get the peace that passes all understanding. And that's what I pray, God, for myself, for my family and friends, and for anyone that's listening right now. Peace that passes all understanding in Christ Jesus. Amen. God bless you, my brothers and sisters. Thanks for sticking with me today. I'm Dr. Peppers, shaking the salt. Thanks for staying on, my friend. If you would like to contact me, visit saltandlightministry.com. If you want to share your story with me, ask a question, have me come speak to your group, or maybe just request prayer. Once again, saltandlightministry.com. Thanks and God bless.